the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. President Trump on the campaign trail in Janesville, Wisconsin last night. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And, you know, six months ago I was saying, well, you know, how do you compare with the last one? I don't know. That was important. The fact is, this is the single most important election in the history of our country. The president is also pushing back at Senator Ben Sass. Dr. Sebastian Gorka warns of where Biden's interests lie. He's already been paying it back. You listen to what Beijing Biden says on the campaign trail. They're not our competitor. Come on, man. Yeah, you're right. He would be in the pocket of China from day one. And that's why we have to reelect Donald Trump. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in for free, Patriot. My name is Brian Winger, and the weather today is going to be sunny with a high of 42 degrees. Our October Regnery Book of the Month is One Vote Away, How a Single Supreme Court Seat Can Change History by Ted Cruz. You can win a signed copy of the book at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on our fan club page. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we'd like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N-Show, hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. A little, uh, little cold this morning. I got... Uh, Took the dog for a walk about six thirty this morning. Uh-huh. I, I looked at the I looked at the temperature quick. I said, Ugh, twenty eight degrees. Okay, going to put on the winter coat. 
and I put on the winter coat, and the wind whipped <laughs> up. I'm like, my God, I bet you we have like a windshield factor in the teens. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm like, what? Yeah, I busted out the winter coat. Yeah. Uh, I didn't bring it inside. It got too warm in my car. But, yeah, that's the winter coat is back. It's the first time I put it on since probably April. Oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't wear a coat coming down here today because – at least the sun was out by the time I, I, I left church, but it was it's still cold. So uh, uh, we're going to go through that phase. It sounds like some snow this week, uh, rain mixed with snow. But we had a little snow Friday, so not a ton though, because what some places up north got like five inches or something. Oh, like I up believe north it. near Duluth yeah, and stuff. I, I believe that. Yeah. So our time is coming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. You know, it's uh, it's I get it. it's mid October, getting into early November, and uh, um, yeah, a lot uh, a lot of interesting stuff that'll take place at the end of 2020 everybody's like counting down the days till 2020 is over so when it turns january 1st 2021 are is things supposed to magically just be all back to normal i don't see what the hurry is to get 2020 over with because there's still a lot of unresolved issues to be sure but that's why we're here at the northern alliance radio network to talk to you a lot about a lot of these and obviously presidential election coming up it is a, an election year a lot of legislative races to get into, and we're going to be getting into those later in the show. But I do want to cover a big national story that had been talked about, uh, at least if you could find the story. First of all, I'll talk about the story itself and uh, how certain people on the left are so scared of uh, discourse and a well-sourced story by a longtime reputable newspaper that uh, they just— you know, I've said on this show myriad times, and it's not my original statement, the best way to defeat objectionable speech or stories, news stories, what have you, opinion pieces that are put out there that you believe are false or objectionable, the best way to defeat that is by more speech. And when you have these big tech giants trying to silence conservative content, um, that's not a good thing. And again, we'll, we'll talk about that aspect in a bit. But uh, this was from the New York Post this past, uh, I believe the story first was published on Wednesday. Uh, it was Yeah, Wednesday, October t- uh, 14th. The headline from the New York Post, Smoking Gun Email Reveals How Hunter Biden Introduced Ukrainian Businessman to Vice President Dad. Now, this is something that his dog, Joe Biden, now obviously the current Democrat presidential candidate, for quite some time now, the, the the issue was, how did your kid, how did your son, Hunter, who was basically a lowlife, get a gig with a Ukrainian company making 50 grand a year as a consultant? And then there were rumors that Hunter, in, in exchange for that cushy gig, would uh, allow Ukrainians and mem- uh, members of the uh, board at Burisma, the Ukrainian company, uh, to... You know, access Joe Biden, who was then the vice president, and obviously very powerful position. Well, the New York Post seemed to confirm a lot of the things that the Biden camp has been denying for some time. Uh, Hunter Biden introduced his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, to a top executive at a Ukrainian energy firm less than a year before the elder Biden pressured government officials in Ukraine into firing a prosecutor who was investigating the company, according to emails obtained by the Post. The never-before-revealed meeting is mentioned in a message of appreciation that Vadim Pozharsky, an advisor to the board of Burisma, allegedly sent Hunter Biden on April 17, 2015, about a year after Hunter joined the Burisma board, at a reported salary of up to $50,000 a month. 
Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It's really an honor and pleasure, the email reads. An earlier email from May 2014 also shows Pesarski reportedly Burisma's number three exec asking Hunter for advice on how you use your influence on the company's behalf. The blockbuster correspondence, which flies in the face of Joe Biden's claim that he never spoke to my son about his overseas business dealings, uh, is contained in a massive trove of data from a laptop computer. The computer was dropped off at a repair shop in Biden's home state of Delaware in April 2019, according to the store's owner. Other material extracted from the computer includes a raunchy 12-minute video that appears to show Hunter, who is admittedly struggling with addiction problems, smoking crack while engaged in a sex act with an unidentified woman, as well as numerous other sexually explicit messages. The customer who brought in the water-damaged MacBook Pro for repair never paid for the service or retrieved it or a hard drive in which his contents were stored, according to the shop owner, who said he tried repeatedly to contact the client. The shop owner couldn't positively identify the customer's Hunter Biden, but said the laptop bore a sticker from the Bo Biden Foundation, named after Hunter's late brother and former Delaware Attorney General. Photos of a Delaware federal subpoena given to the Post show that both the computer and hard drive were seized by the FBI in December after the shop's owner says he alerted the feds to their existence. So this was obviously pretty damning toward the Biden campaign after all of the emphatic denials about never having any discussion about his son's business dealings. So is it possible that the vice president of the United States, you know, says to his uh, his son, says to him, hey, dad, I'd like you to meet some execs with my company, just a cursory introduction, say hello, these are the guys who are employing me. Is it possible that Vice President Biden could have met these executives but never discussed any business? I guess it's possible. Um, but again, it seems to really fly in the face of Joe Biden's emphatic denials, almost as if he sounded like he'd never met any of these people or talked to any of these people that we're working at, we're on the board with his son's company. But here's the, uh, here's where people kind of connected the dots. Uh, less than eight months after Posarski thanked Hunter Biden for the introduction to his dad, the then vice president admittedly pressured Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko and Prime Minister Arseniy Yatsenyak into getting rid, getting rid of Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin by threatening to withhold a $1 billion U.S. loan guarantee during a December 2015 trip to Kiev. I looked at them and said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money, Biden infamously bragged to the Council on Foreign Relations in 2018. Well, son of a bee, he got fired. Direct quote from the vice president. And this was at the crux of President Trump's call to... Ukraine, when he said, before we help you with this, whatever, I don't know if it was a loan, uh, assistance in arms, whatever it was, that that uh, was the catalyst for the impeachment of President Trump. When he said, before you get this uh, money, you need to do me a favor here. I, I need you to look into this thing where, you know, Vice President, former Vice President Biden, who many assumed 
would be Donald Trump's opponent in the 2020 election cycle. I need you to find out a little bit more about this, you know, what was going on here. And that's what was the catalyst for Trump being impeached. Of course, he was he was impeached, but they didn't the, the Senate needed two thirds majority to remove him from office, which obviously did not happen. So now this story is being circulated. And some of the key figures in this story um, was uh, the co- the owner of the shop, the repair shop, said he made a copy of the hard drive and later, later gave it to uh, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, Robert Costello. Of course, uh, Rudy Giuliani was serving as a personal counsel uh, to President Trump. And Steve Bannon, former advisor to President Trump, uh, told the New York Post of the existence of the hard drive in late September, and then Giuliani provided the Post with a copy of it this past Sunday. Now, the FBI, I guess, has had this thing in their possession for a number of months. Now, whether they were going to investigate it, uh, get to it at some point, I, I has that been made clear? I don't know. So instead of uh, talking about the substance of this very story and whether it's true or not. And to be honest with you, when you have people like Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon involved, very close to the president, obviously it's going to be spun to make, to try to vindicate the president because the president raised these concerns with the Ukrainian uh, president last year, which again was the catalyst for him being impeached. So you could look at this and say, well, Okay, just because there are some unsavory characters involved in this doesn't mean the story is not true. I mean, I've made a habit, you know, being on the radio of not dismissing sources that don't confirm my bias or have had a history of maybe not being totally forthright or nuanced in the past. Because that's not, you know, I mean, I, I, I read things from The New York Times. You know, I've read things from Vox. You know, Vox, very left wing, Uh, you know, Salon and Slate, more left of center. I've read I've read stories from those particular uh, sites before, and I don't necessarily dismiss them just because a lot of the things they print, I find objectionable or disagree with. But that therein lies the whole point. I share what they say. And then I say, well, here's where I here's where I disagree or here's where they're wrong or here's where they're not weighing this in or that. in, And that's that's. That's the cornerstone, I believe, of a good democracy is taking information that's disseminated by a reputable media outlet like the New York Post. The New York Post has been around for over a century, okay? They're not just some website that has just recently appeared on the web, and they type out a story that looked like it was different pieces of a magazine cutout made to look like a ransom note. It's nothing like that. So why am I bringing all this up? Well, because big tech decides to rear its ugly head and instead of trusting consumers to take in the information and disseminate it and opine on it, they decide to squelch it and try to remove it from existence altogether and make it difficult to find. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that and take your phone calls as well at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. It is hashtag NARN show, hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Well, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. We land- cool. 
voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were gonna write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to the Patriot on the free radio.com app. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medicine, Medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit termprovider.com. Termprovider.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag NRN Show. Hashtag Narn Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, continuing to talk about the New York Post story. The smoking gun email reveals how Hunter Biden introduced Ukrainian businessman to VP Dad. Something that flies in the face of what the former vice president has said. Said he never spoke to his son about his business dealings. Well, uh, there is a, a lot of things that seem to fly in the face of what uh, Vice President Biden said. Uh, is it true? Is it fully nuanced? Well, the problem is P- 
people didn't get enough of opportunity to discuss it. The way people often kind of discuss different news stories and, and whatever else is through these social media giants. A lot of people share political stories, political news, political opinion pieces on Facebook and Twitter. And typically people will go back and forth. Someone will share a story and say, oh, this looks pretty damning for the uh, for the Biden campaign. And then a lot of Biden apologists will come in and say, well, here's what they're missing or here's what they're leaving out. And that could potentially start a fruitful discussion. Now, unfortunately, Twitter turns into a garbage fire after one or two back and forths where it just engages into little more than personal attacks. And to me, if I see Twitter uh, trending in a direction uh, that is going to cause me to become agitated or angry or whatever else, I just I just put it away because it's not worth it. Twitter has been very valuable to me f- for this radio show because I find a lot of fascinating news stories that I that I share on the on the show and give my opinion on and blog about it at bradcarlson.org. And you know, my blog obviously started out as a hobby and it eventually turned into uh, leading me to get on this radio show and you know, as as a side hustle, I want to be able to disseminate information as as best as I possibly can, and it, and I do my due diligence to, you know, uh, be sure that I'm giving the best possible, most informed opinion. Well, Reason dot com came out and said, you know, the probably the uh, biggest issue or probably one of the bigger concerns about this whole kerfuffle of the New York Post story basically being squelched by Facebook and Twitter is the fact that it makes people want to read the story more. And all you got to do is go to nypost.com and do a quick search and you can find it. So Twitter and Facebook could try to limit access to it on their sites, but people still know how to navigate the internet. You can, you can go to nypost.com and I don't know if Google is, is uh, sequestering it yet as well or uh, shutting it down as well. But Reason.com brings up another concern, and that is quite simply, it's renewing a push to start regulating big tech. And I, as a free market conservative, I've, had, I've, all, I've long stated my issues of trying to regulate private businesses in you know, what they share, how they associate, what have you. But the problem now is my, people that hold my opinion were kind of on the defensive big time here because these big tech giants like Facebook and Twitter, they're so huge, you could argue that they they have more influence than some government agencies as far as what they can control. And they're typically censoring conservative commentators, conservative thought. New York Post, at least their uh, op-ed columnists are right of center and obviously this this particular story not a lot of not a lot other newspapers would touch but the new york post decided to take it on so anyways i want to get to this reason.com uh story robbie suave at or again reason.com on wednesday the new york post published an attention ca- uh, catching original report smoking gun email reveals a hunter biden introduced ukrainian businessman to vp dad in the previously unreleased email, which allegedly sent on April 17th, 2015, an executive with Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company, thanks Hunter Biden for giving an opportunity to meet Joe Biden, according to the Post. It's a story that merits the attention of other journalists, political operatives, national security experts, and also the public at large. Not least of all because there are serious questions about its accuracy, reliability, and sourcing. And yet, 
many in the media are choosing to ju- not just to ignore the story, but to actively encourage others to suppress any discussion of it. Indeed, two mainstream reporters who acknowledged and criticized the Post scoop, the New York Times' Maggie Haberman and Politico's Jake Sherman, faced thunderous denunciation on Twitter from Democratic partisans simply for discussing the story. So let me back up here. You have a couple of members of the media wanting to discuss the story and have open discourse and question the veracity of it, and you just want to silence them altogether? Isn't this what you seek out? For a story that you think is factually dubious, don't you seek out some sort of dissenting opinion or showing that, hey, here's what is kind of a little flimsy here. Here's here's a few other things in this uh, Hunter Biden story that's bringing up some red flags. This is what you want. But when you have these big tech giants trying to completely eradicate the story from appearing on either of their platforms, it's raising suspicion particularly because Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook and Jack Dorsey with Twitter, their respective CEOs, they're leftward bent in their politics. So don't you think that that's going to arouse some suspicion from people right of center saying, why do they not want us to see this? Is it because it could possibly hurt the Biden campaign, if it were true? Anyways, I'll continue with his Reason.com story. Uh Center for American Progress President Neera Tandon accused Haberman of promoting disinformation. And New York Times columnist Michelle Goldberg told Sherman that he was helping nefarious conservative activists launder this BS into the news cycle. Historian Kevin Cruz asked why they were amplifying the story. Note that both Haberman and Sherman raised serious questions about the veracity of the story, questions that certainly deserve answers. According to the New York Post, the email was obtained from the hard drive of a computer that may or may not have belonged to Hunter Biden. Someone allegedly gave the laptop to a computer uh, a computer repair store owner in Delaware, and the FBI took possession of the laptop in December. Uh, this was in 2019 where the Delaware repair shop took possession of it and then passed it on to the FBI in December of 2019, according to the New York Post. But not before the store owner copied the hard drive and sent it to former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, an attorney for President Trump, and a central figure in the Trump-Ukraine-Biden kerfuffle. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon then learned about the email and contacted the New York Post. Giuliani and Biden are political operatives with a long history of shady activity, so the fact that they were intermediary sources for the story does raise red flags. But that doesn't mean the story is untrue. For what it's worth, the New York Post included photographs from the hard drive that allegedly confirmed its, confirms its authenticity. However, even if everything contained within the story turned out to be true, it still would not prove that the sought-after meeting with Joe Biden actually took place. A spokesperson for Biden said on Wednesday that, according to Biden's schedule, he never met with the Burisma official. Again, you can find the story at Reason.com. But the greater point is the New York Post even included in their story, look, someone dropped off the laptop. Yeah, it had a sticker for the Bo Biden Foundation on the laptop, but they can't confirm it was Hunter. And now you get all these members of Congress, including Adam Schiff. I got to be careful how I say that. Schiff, Adam Schiff, uh, saying that it's another Russia hoax all over again, that Russia is uh, constructing these emails out of full cloth. So, The point I'm trying to make here is 
Twitter and Facebook say, well, it comes from questionable sources. We need third-party fact-checkers, yada, yada, yada. Amazingly, amazingly, they didn't concern themselves with that, that when the Trump-Russia dossier came out late 2016, early 2017, before just before Trump was inaugurated as president, they didn't concern themselves with that. The whole thing was just a bunch of information gathered together, and BuzzFeed put that out there on Twitter and said, well, you know what, we're neither confirming or denying the veracity of this, but we're just saying this is what these intelligence agencies gathered, and we're just allowing the the consumer to make up their own minds. Also, for the Trump-Russia dossier, it's perfectly okay for consumers to uh, consume it and disseminate it accordingly and decide on its veracity, but they don't get the same courtesy if it comes from the New York Post, which I would say is a much more reputable source than BuzzFeed. Because the New York Post is a national newspaper that's been around for literally decades. BuzzFeed's been a website that's been around, what, 10 years? 15 years, if that? So why don't they get the same? Why don't conservatives get the same courtesy? And the same with the Trump tax returns that the New York Times leaked a few weeks ago. Remember that whole thing? When New York Times said, well, we got a hold of the Trump tax returns, uh, and turns out Trump only paid $750 in taxes. Well, the New York Times, you could argue, obtained that illegally. They got it from someone who had a legal right to have the tax returns, but the New York Times had no right to take that information or disseminate that information, but they did anyways. But And that was put on blast. That was probably put on tw- Twitter's uh, trending topics. So again, people like me who are all for the free market allowing to do its thing and allowing to associate and disseminate whatever they so desire, uh, I'm afraid we're going to be on the losing end of this battle. You know, because Twitter and Facebook, they want it both ways. They're a platform, which means they don't have any legal liability if indeed people put out stories or links or whatever that have nefarious content. Okay? But they feel that they are under some, they're the, there are moral betters who feel, well, th- this particular story, we're going to decide that you can't handle the dissemination of it responsibly. So, um, again, the bad news is is that you're getting – this is kind of a bipartisan thing in Congress where they're going to come out and try to uh, uh, regulate these big tech giants, and uh, they have no one but themselves to blame for this, uh, unfortunately. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. The Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, is back in Minnesota Thursday, October 22nd with its America versus Socialism Tour. Join American Conservative Union Chairman Matt Schlapp, Walkaway founder Brandon Strzok, and Conservative candidates Jason Lewis, Michelle Fishbach, and others. Thursday, October 22nd at the Horse and Hunt Club in Prior Lake from 5 to 8 p.m., followed by a presidential debate watch. Go to conservative.org to get your free tickets today. Conservative.org and click on the CPAC Minnesota banner. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant 
closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. Hi, PJ here from PJ's Appliance Outlet. Are you in need of a new washer and dryer, a new stove, dishwasher, or refrigerator? Do you prefer top brands like LG, Frigidaire, Whirlpool? Are you dragging your feet due to the cost and feeling like more often than not you'd be overpaying for these appliances? Well, here at PJ's, we've solved that problem for you. Our clients, many of whom are listeners to this station as well, have already saved hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars by shopping at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Our everyday standard pricing is 40 to 70% less than the average appliance store. We're not talking the inflated MSRP pricing. We're talking real, everyday pricing. So before you purchase an appliance, it's well worth a quick visit to our store to see what we have in stock and how much money we can save you. At PJ's, we proudly offer basic and extended warranty options along with professional appliance delivery and removal services. Go to PJsApplianceOutlet.com. That's PJsApplianceOutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Well, for those of you who've been listening to this show for any length of time, you should know by now when this song plays, you know who's next. Yeah, it's longtime friend of the broadcast, Karen Housley. She is uh, seeking re-election to her current Senate seat, Senate District 39. Are we just letting the music play? We can do that. I'm sure Karen's good with it. I mean, we can hear. I'll bring her up right now. <laughs> Anyways, Karen represents Senate District 39, which uh, northmost part of the district in Forest Lake goes down the St. Croix uh, River Valley. Lake Elmo, Marine on St. Croix, uh, Stillwater, all those fine cities, beautiful area there. Karen's in a tough re-election battle, as are a lot of uh, Senate Republicans, so... We want to welcome her on to kind of get an update on her campaign, how things are moving forward. And uh, always great to have her on. Karen Housley, welcome back to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. How are you? I am great, Brad. Thank you so much for uh, letting me be on your show again today. And I love that song. This is the only time I hear it now is when I come on your show. So thank you. Well, you, it's a staple, Karen. You should know that. And like I say, people, as soon as they hear the music, they just they turn it up loud because it's a great song. And they want to hear you, of course. So it, uh, it all <laughs> works out uh, for the best. Uh, I guess uh, get right into it, Car. We only have a segment with you. How goes the re-election battle thus far? I know, um, like a lot of Republicans in a lot of these first and second ring suburban areas, it was a tough road to hoe in the House, anyways, in 2018. How is it looking for your prospects in uh, 2020, Car and Housley? Yeah, it is scary. In 2018, we lost uh, my Republican housemate Kathy uh, Lomer to a Democrat, and. And the day after the election, Governor Walz's wife, Gwen, said, 
if you're a suburban legislator, we're coming to get you in the next election. So they've been gunning for this seat. And and just the other day, Governor Walls was in a town hall meeting with a, a Zoom town hall meeting with my opponent, and he said that this district is personal to him. He really wants to get rid of me. I'm telling you, they are. They have spent over a half a million dollars of making up lies, sending it in mailers, putting TV ads on. It's everywhere I turn, somebody in the community saying, wow, they're saying a lot of bad things about you. So it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the only reason I can think he wants to get rid of me is I've been calling him out on his, his uh, lack of, of, of protecting our seniors through this whole COVID. We just had a rally sure. here at the Capitol. They're still actually still on the uh, still on the Senate. Uh, the, Capitol Mall, um, Minnesotans want the governor to have a plan to protect our elderly. He has completely failed them, and he doesn't like me calling it, calling him out on it. And I'll continue to call him out on it because uh, he has failed, and he does. We do need to hold them accountable. So yes, he wants to get rid of me, and we are door knocking up the storm. It's the people at the houses say really good things, and I have their vote, but the money they're spending against me—it's scary out here, Brad. Oh, yeah, I have uh, no doubt about that. And obviously, uh, you know, aside from uh, money from those uh, sources, we hear uh, Bloomberg uh, spent a lot of money in these House races in in 2018, and I I imagine they may up that in the Senate races as well. Well, speaking of door-knocking, Karen, we know you're one of the hardest-working legislators out there and always out there engaging with the folks. Very well-liked, very popular within your district. So I guess uh, if they're saying nice things to the door, I guess that's a good sign, but you never know what might be going on once the door closed. So with that in mind, what are you at least hearing uh, from the constituents as you're going out and about, as you're knocking on doors? I mean, what is their chief concerns in uh, Senate District 39? Um, the number one thing that I hear is, you know, please don't defund the police. They, they do not want Minneapolis uber-liberal policies and defunding the police out in the suburbs. And we even had in Stillwater uh, a few weeks ago, my girlfriend was having her daughter's wedding downtown Stillwater, and the Black Panthers rolled in carrying their AR-15s and stood for four hours on the street corner, um, just intimidating. And wow. they're scared. They're, they're really, really scared. So so uh, uh, law and order and, and making sure that there's enough funding for our police department is number one. Uh, two, getting kids back in school and getting them in there safely. That is always uh, on everybody's mind, especially when you're knocking on doors and they've got all the kids home in the middle of the day. Um, they they want they want to get things back to normal, and it's interesting. I had a debate with my opponent the other night, and he said the priority for him at the Capitol is climate change and the environment. And I, I said to myself, obviously he's not knocking on doors because there has not been one person who has said that to me. And of course, to all of us, that the the environment is extremely important. We want to take care of our planet, but. Sure. It's not the number one thing that's on people's minds right now. It's keeping keeping it safe, keeping this place, keep not defunding the police, getting our kids back in school. And again, the economy is always is always mentioned. You know, our small businesses have so been hurt from COVID that uh, they want to make sure that we have something in place for our small businesses to bounce back on their feet. Yeah, no question. And obviously, in, you can't drive through, say, downtown Stillwater, of course, in the heart of your district, without seeing some of these prominent small businesses that have been a staple of the town and have been and it's tradition for people to go there in a beautiful uh fall weekend to to visit some of these businesses and obviously walk along the uh the path near the the St. Croix River there so i you know i get it uh you know everybody's concerned about uh, the environment but uh they see the the small business there if those start to dry up in the middle of downtown uh St. Paul that uh, that's certainly uh, uh not a good thing to say the least well 
Karen, as you as you've talked about kind of the long term care facilities and how it's been racked with COVID, I mean, I think it's been you probably know the numbers better than I, sixty five to seventy percent of the COVID deaths that have occurred in Minnesota have been in these long term uh, care facilities. Now, of course, you're the head of the Family Care and Aging Committee. Uh, this is obviously something you've been focused on even before COVID, the uh, safety of our most vulnerable citizens. What is being done with these particular facilities now? Because a lot of what I'm hearing is, you know, because they were so racked with COVID, a lot, uh, some of the uh, causes of it could have been, say, I don't know, poor ventilation system, buildings may not be up to code. Is that something you've discovered uh, being part of this committee? And if so, uh, what's being done moving forward? Well, I think what we what we discovered was the lack of transparency from the, the Walls administration. We knew from the very beginning, we learned from China and Italy and New York that our seniors were at, at most risk to losing their lives from COVID. Yet our governor did not prioritize our seniors, especially those living in our long-term care facilities. Uh, he didn't get them uh, PPE. He didn't get them, uh, didn't prioritize them with testing uh, and still has no plan or guidance for these facilities. We had facilities begging him, please tell us what we are supposed to do because you're hearing 15 different things. Sure. So what the, they ended up doing, and, and again, this is this rally at the Capitol today, is every facility kind of determined or, or read the rules the, the way they wanted to um, instead of getting the guidance from the governor. And I had to, you know, you, you follow me on Facebook and we've talked. I had to, I had to threaten a legislative subpoena in order to get the data from the Department of Health. And, mm. and, and, you, and we have to get the media involved, from television stations to newspapers to do the story. Because And now you just heard, um, remember it was all about flattening the curve and making sure we had enough ventilators and making sure we sure. had enough ICU beds. Yep. And now they're not even going to tell us how many people are hospitalized from um, COVID and how many uh, ICU beds they're taking up. So they keep moving the goalposts. So I think what... what I've learned in all of this is he wants to keep all the data that he has to himself because his original secret model, remember, had us losing 70,000 deaths to COVID. Yeah. Then he lowered it to 30,000 when that, that model didn't make sense. And, and to date, we have 2,200 people. He has absolutely no idea what he's doing uh, and has not prioritized our, anybody in our facilities. Yeah, that, that that's all an excellent point. I think, uh, you know, from the outset, it was it was. Uh, supposed to be a lot more dire than it is. I mean, 2,200, I mean, I, I think you would agree with me, certainly uh, 2,200, way too many, but considering the outlandish projections that were uh, that they were uh, going with early on in this uh, pandemic, yeah, it never seemed to, to make a lot of sense. And unfortunately, your colleagues on the House side basically abdicating their authority by allowing him every 30 days to, to renew his emergency powers. I know you you and your Senate colleagues have voted to take those away, but unless you have the majority in the House, uh, it's, it's just not happening, Karen Housley. I think that's what's the most frustrating, too, is each one of us uh, represents 80,000 people of our district, and each one of those 80,000 has their voice that we are supposed to voice then at the legislature. There's three branches, and the governor has, has deemed the House and the Senate are obsolete. He, does, he doesn't need us. He gets to make all of these decisions. So he is the voice for the five-plus million people we have here in the state of Minnesota. One voice. There, there is small businesses in, in my district that he hasn't even heard. Oh, I will tell you, though, he did go to a coffee shop in my district and was inside high-fiving my opponent 
and neither one of them were wearing masks. I did masks. see this, yes. <laughs> yep. One set of rules for the governor and another set for all of us, and we need to listen to him. Otherwise, he will fine your small business $7,000 like he did that restaurant in Hastings. So I, it's just it's, – it's so it's so frustrating going through all of this and and going back in and voting to take away his executive powers and then and and you know he's going to do this straight straight on through the election that was the plan from the beginning oh, sure. I, I didn't want to believe it back in April but now in hindsight that's exactly what his plan was. Joined by Minnesota State Senator Karen Housley, she representing Senate District 39 again from uh, Forest Lake all the way down the St. Croix River Valley area into uh, Stillwater Marine on St. Croix, St. Mary's Point, all those fine uh, towns. Karen, uh, we do have to wrap up with you, but before we go, uh, obviously we've talked a lot about uh, it's very critical to keep the Senate in the Republican majority. The House is a DFL majority. Uh, it's possible to take the majority in that, but we certainly can't count on it. We want to keep the majority in the Senate, if nothing else. So. Uh, what's your website where people can contribute, find out how they can help the campaign in any way and offset these negative attacks in any possible way they can? Yeah, thanks so much, Brett. Housleyforsenate.com, H-O-U-S-L-E-Y-F-O-R, Senate.com. Anything that anybody can do and spread the word that these lies that they're making up are absolutely ridiculous. None of it is true, but this is what the des- the Democrats do when they're desperate. They just make stuff up and throw it out there. So Housleyforsenate.com, thank you so much, Brad. You're the best. Always a, always a pleasure, Karen. Thanks for joining us, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Best of luck on the campaign trail. And, folks, uh, we'll be back with one final segment this hour, AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM 1280 The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Thanks to Genesis 950, I can have guests for the holidays without the shame of pet stains and odors. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpets and padding. I can even use it in my carpet cleaning machine. It's green, so it's safe for my family and pets and made in America. If you're tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, upholstery, oil, and grease stains. Need a holiday gift for a pet owner? They'll love Genesis 950. All pet owners should have Genesis 950 on hand. It's available on Amazon. However, if you buy a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. Here's an editorial from the general manager of AM1280, The Patriot, Nick Anderson. I'm sure you'll agree we are approaching a vastly important national election on Tuesday, November 3rd. If you reside in Minnesota's 3rd Congressional District, will you please join me in supporting Kendall Qualls for Congress? Though Kendall is new to politics, he's been serving you and your family in various ways for a long time, and he is a testament to the American dream. He served all of us by fighting for our country in the Army, serving and leading corporate teams for several Fortune 100 companies, and most importantly, being a devoted husband and father to four grown adults. Undoubtedly, his Christian faith is a cornerstone to who Kendall Qualls is and how he will faithfully represent Minnesota's 3rd Congressional District. I know Kendall, and I believe he will stand against the radical, anti-freedom agenda taking root in our cities and this country. 
As always, I thank you for listening to this station, and please make your vote count on November 3rd. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Welcome back. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. The guest of Palooza rolls on this broadcast as we're going to wrap up this first hour by welcoming you to the show Dan Schneider. He, the executive director of the American Conservative Union. You can check out their fine website at conservative.org. Uh, folks, if you're not aware, this Thursday, October 22nd, the CPAC Tour America versus Socialism is coming here to Minnesota, specifically the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Prior Lake. And here to discuss more about uh, the guests that will be there and uh, all of the other activities surrounding this event is the aforementioned Dan Schneider. Uh, Dan, good to have you in the broadcast today, sir. How are you? Brad, great uh, to be with you. Uh, Minnesota's very own Brad Carlson. It's a pleasure. (laughs) There's a few Carlsons here. There might be more Brad Carlsons, who's to say, but I will definitely uh, take that title very seriously, Dan Schneider. I appreciate that. Uh, Talking about CPAC Minnesota, again, America versus socialism. Uh, There's always a cavalcade of stars at these CPAC events, uh, Dan Schneider. Uh, Can you give us kind of a sneak preview of who's going to be there? And uh, I have a feeling I know what they're going to be talking about as well. Well, I think uh, I think uh, maybe the title of this tour uh, explains it all. But uh, I, look, I would be remiss if I did not start with the chairman of my board, somebody that your listeners probably see on TV quite a bit, Matt Schlapp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the uh, some some people know him better as the husband of Mercedes Schlapp. Um, they're they're sort of a power couple in Washington D.C. Yes. So Matt's going to be joining us. Uh, we also have other kind of national figures and very, very important Minnesota uh, leaders as well. Um, we've got uh, Jason Lewis joining us, uh, so we're very excited about that. Fantastic. That is a race that is uh, getting tighter and tighter and one that we really want to win and need to win. Um, we've worked with Jason before. He's a really good guy. Uh, and uh, we've got some others. You know, Jim Hagedorn is going to be joining us, Michelle Fishbach is going to be with us as as Lacey Johnson is too. And Tyler, as long as Tyler uh, Kistner's wife does not give yet another child to the family, then he'll, <laughs> Tyler will, will be joining us too. Sure. Well, fantastic. Yeah, these are all uh, very uh, impressive candidates that we have here uh, running for, whether it's U.S. House or U.S. Senate. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. Obviously, uh, Dan, in this era of COVID, uh, there's a, you know, this normally event would be uh, jam-packed, people shoulder to shoulder. Obviously, there's uh, adjustments uh, that have to be made. So uh, I guess the next question is, are tickets still available and uh, what can we expect uh, from this? Or is it a, is it more of a virtual thing? Kind of fill us in a little bit, uh, Dan Schneider. No, it's it's not a virtual thing. You can always watch all of our uh, Battleground CPACs live. 
by going to conservative.org, and and you can also go there to get more information and to register for for CPAC Minnesota. Uh, But we are going to be there in person at the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. Uh, And, yeah, we are taking appropriate precautions. You know, we're not going to just be sitting on top of each other. Uh, But there's plenty of space for people to sit. Uh, We will be providing our our famous CPAC masks. So if you don't want to bring your own mask, you you can use one of ours. Uh, and uh, we're also going to be enjoying uh, the accoutrements of the hunt club. So I'm I'm a terrible shot with a shotgun, <laughs> but I hope to get better while visiting. Absolutely, yeah. This is going to be a, a fantastic venue, and uh, it's going to be quite an evening, uh, Dan Schneider. Obviously, you've got the uh, conferences going on starting again this Thursday, October 22nd at 5 p.m., and then I, I imagine it'll dovetail right into the uh, the next presidential debate. Is there going to be some sort of viewing party for that as well, Dan Schneider? That's exactly right. We've got uh, these these you know very very important uh, political leaders from Minnesota, uh, and of course Matt Schlapp, and then uh, one of my favorites of all time is Maj Touré. If you don't know Maj Touré, you've got to come and see him. He is dynamic. He is African American. He is explain- He's going all over the country telling African Americans why the Second Amendment is for them. Yes, uh, Scott Pressler, Brandon Strock, uh, but we're going to have a great. Uh, show and then followed following by you know, CPAC Minnesota, we will all stay and watch that presidential debate uh, right there in that same room. So that's going to be a really exciting time for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to being there. The Northern Alliance Radio Network will be uh, kind of hosting a, uh, about a half hour, 45 minute to debate recap our radio broadcast uh, immediately following the uh, presidential debate. So mm-hmm. yeah, it looks to be a, a real fun night and we're looking forward to seeing everybody uh, there as well. Uh, I guess some of the logistical things, Dan, uh, before we before we forget, where is the best way uh, in your mindset that people could go to uh, obtain tickets to this, find out more information about that? And because uh, uh, I imagine, you know, just your promotion of some of the guests there, I, I'm 100 percent sold. But where can which uh, specific website could people go to to kind of their one stop shop for uh, all the background and where they can buy tickets? Maybe just go to conservative dot org. So just remember to type in .org, conservative.org. That's our, that's our website. You know, the name of our organization is actually the American Conservative Union. Right. But uh, more people know us by the, the name of our big conference, CPAC. And we, we always get lots of Minnesotans who go to CPAC every year. And, and then we've, uh, we've been working in Minnesota. Uh, Scott Nitzel is a great friend of ours. And and we work closely with him, and and uh, yeah, there are some other folks like Nick Zerwas who uh, we work closely with sure. to put these things on. So uh, uh, conservative dot org, and there you can register for a free ticket. It's free. Uh, if you want special super duper treatment, you can also actually buy a ticket that costs sure. uh, some money. But everybody is welcome. Everybody gets in for free. Um, we do these sorts of things because we desperately believe in the idea of America about freedom. And we understand that the socialism that the left is trying to bring to our country does not simply take away economic freedom. It takes away all of our rights. Socialism is not some sort of panacea that that is going to provide a salve to all of our wounds. Just the opposite. It destroys human beings. And we've got so many on the radical left today who have taken over the Democrat Party. And they are trying to enforce this socialism on all of us. Once again, we are joined by Dan Schneider. He's the executive director 
of the American Conservative Union talking about the CPAC Minnesota America versus Socialism Tour, again taking place this Thursday, October 22nd at the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. Go to conservative.org to find out more information about that. Uh, Dan, we only have about a minute or two to go. As the title indicates, America versus Socialism Tour, this is kind of a multi-city stops that uh, you folks have been taking. How has this been received so far, and uh, what has been kind of uh, the response to to the uh, previous cities that you've attended? Huge turnouts for us, and I, I give a lot of credit to our to Minnesota's own Karen Walters, who is our CPAC director. Okay. You know, some folks there in, in Minnesota may not know that our CPAC and events director is, is from right there in the Minneapolis area, uh, but she, she of course lives in Washington D.C. and so she she has led the charge on putting these together. So uh, we've been you know, we were going to start off in Nevada, and the governor had a war against us in Nevada there, uh, and then Michigan and, and uh, North Carolina and Pennsylvania. Uh, we, uh, we were just in Michigan. We're obviously heading to Minnesota next and, and Florida after that. It's been a busy time for us, and the crowds are huge. You look at uh, the, you know, the three or four people who show up for Joe Biden, multiply that by well over 100, and that's oh, yeah. what you get when you come to one of our conferences. Once again, Dan Schneider, uh, the executive director of the American Conservative Union, joining us uh, promoting the event uh, this Thursday, October 22nd. Again, folks, can't stress it enough. Go to conservative.org to find out more information about it uh, and uh, obtain your tickets. Again, if you want, the tickets are free, like Dan indicated, but if you want to upgrade in uh, services, what have you, uh, there is also that availability as well. Again, conservative.org is kind of your one stop shop. For all of that. Uh, Dan, appreciate the time this afternoon. Thanks so much. We look forward to seeing everybody uh, this Thursday at the Horse and Hunt Club. And uh, have a great rest of your day and a uh, great rest of the week. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brad. Look forward to seeing you. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. Close Go nowhere. Open all the doors and let you out into the Closing time. Turn on. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Whether you love it or hate it, winter is upon us. Start preparing before it's too late. Bundle up and save some cash. This fall is the perfect time for Standard Heating and Air Conditioning's Bundle Up for Savings Sale, where you can save at least $1,000 on a new high-efficiency furnace, giving you and your family toasty comfort all season long. In addition to saving $1,000 or more on your new high-efficiency furnace, they're offering payment options for 0% financing. You can take comfort in knowing that Standard Heating has been serving Twin Cities homeowners since 1930 and that their Nate certified technicians will get the job done right and right away. So don't wait for winter. Start bundling up and take advantage of this sale. This offer ends October 31st. Learn how you can save $1,000 or more on your new furnace at standardheating.com slash patriot. That's standardheating.com slash patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve since 1930. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? 
She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. AM 1280, The Patriot.